What's up, everybody? This is Tyler Hammer. This is Kings of Punk. I'm one of your hosts. To my right, a man who's as sharp as attack, Jake Razor. Sharper than attack, to be honest. Wow. He'll, he'll slice you up. And to my left. I get it now. I get the joke. So to my left, uh, he's got the loudest of the loud. You know his gas stinks. It's We got Tim. <laughs> Yeah. Tim, a.k.a. Gary U.S. Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to that. Um, Gary U.S. Bonds. Gary U.S. Bond, bon, bongs. Gary U.S. Bongs. <laughs> this glass is fucking blown in the U.S.A., Yeah, what brother. the fuck? Yo, this is some good-ass glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we're I was, I was listening to that uh, here. I Love McConan song, Tuesday the other day it's like this is a good song you mean on a on a two as in on a tuesday on a tuesday club going up <laughs> you know my tuesday. molly pink remember that remember remember Mo- molly being in every song yeah now yeah. everybody's just like yeah i do press pills all the time and like do fentanyl is that what i'm on is, it, is that is that where we at that yet i guess <laughs> i'm always taking xanax we're just gonna bitch about when rap music was better, you know, two like, years ago. Yeah, like a bunch of fucking stupid ass fucking people. Yeah, I mean, I and can get down with. Years. Remember that little Yachty song with that uh, big baby drum guy, Broccoli? That oh, was a that good one. Was good. And he little Yachty had Minnesota too. The Cold boat Lake, Minnesota. had Minnesota. That was a good one. We need to invent some new drugs. All, all those uh, research chem labs in China. You got to start working overtime so we can get new rap music drugs. We Bring need- back the bath salts. I'm t- jo- Joseph Robinette Biden, president-elect and probably the craziest white boy of all time, if you're listening. <laughs> Wild Bring enough. back bath salts. We know say, he's listening, too. We need more organic drugs. We need to go back to the organic style of yeah, drugs. Yeah, it's salt. That's from the, it's from the, the salt of the from earth. bath. <laughs> it come from the earth. God put it in the dirt. That's what God did with bath salts. It's correct. Yeah, I guess, I mean, technically everything is of this, uh, you know, known universe. So God did make it. God intended it to be exist in some form. Yeah. So bath salts isn't against the Bible. I don't God think. They would have said something. God also intended for me to be able to buy it from the porno store legally. That's what God wanted. God said you couldn't the, eat. The, yeah. the Muslim president, Barack Hussein Obama, made it illegal for me to do what God wanted. Yeah, and for that I will never forg- forgive the Democrats. We shouldn't forgive Obama. So this is something uh, that I've I've known about, but under the Obama administration, MF Doom, who is originally born in the the UK, whereabouts I'm not two hundred percent sure, um, but he lived pretty much here the in his entire life. He was deported back to the UK or Britain, I guess, and that is where he died. So congratulations, thanks Obama. Thank you for making a man's life more miserable and essentially maybe even ruining it. Because you made him live in England. He that yeah, is he died, yeah. That's horrible. I don't think he made a single like solo album since after he had like been deported. Why? Why would he deport MF Doom? They were like, "Well, the ma- we got We can't ID know. him when he's got that mask on. He's got to take that mask." And and he's the rap supervillain. They're you, like, I, yeah. <laughs> 
It's like when he got, well, I got Osama. Now I'm going to get the rap supervillain. I'm going to get the rap supervillain. No Uh, more. We will not let you uh, do shows again, and it will be someone else that isn't you. Doom, we're coming for you. I was burned once by that. Won't happen again, Doom. He's Sorry. on uh, Biden's inauguration playlist, too, which is a... MF Doom is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, in real life, it is. In real life? Uh, yeah. Go, Joe Biden. Rap I mean, that's not made up, yeah. Joe whatever Biden. their inauguration, whatever that means. Aren't they doing, like, a five-day festival? They're doing, like, fucking some Saturnal- woke Saturnalia shit Joe, for we got, uniting America. We got Iggy Azalea. We got... Azalea Banks. You got Chingy. Have you seen this girl's rear end, Jack? Uh, it's incredible, man. I, back in my day, we didn't have anything like it. Not on a white girl. Let me tell you, back in the day, Chingy was the first. I was the first white boy to be listening to Chingy all those years back. I was the first white boy in this whole country to have sex with a girl whose ass was that was large, Jack. And let me tell you something. That's what takes bravery. That is courage. And that's what we need to bring back after the present old... Man, come on, man. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. You know, come I don't, on, man. I don't like po- president. See, we got I'm the president. Irish. We had the president that, like, wouldn't apologize for anything. And now, and now I got we... the one who's going to apologize for everything he yeah, does. Come on, guys. Can we go in the middle? Not left, yeah, let's... not right, but forward, okay? That's why we have Mayor Andrew Yang coming in. This, coming Future in the NYC soon. President, Mayor, Chairman Yang. Of the of hell, the worst place in the world, New York City, and he's gonna make it epic. We're gonna make New York City epic again. Think about all the tech they got. He's got ready lined up down there to be. Who knows what the fuck they're gonna do with it? You can only buy food at bodegas with Bitcoin. That's Correct. a new thing. Uh, I got. You have to. You can like. They installed cameras on all the bodega operators. Yeah, you like can, they installed them in their. You have to wear a thing where people uh, can, if they aren't happy with the conversation they're having, they can downvote or upvote you by pressing a thing on you. They can also report you if you're being uh, problematic. He's going to be in Times Square doing the cha-cha slide with those Boston Dynamics robots, and it's going to be epic. (laughs) Yeah. Jake's having this big... Jake's has this continuous uh, fantasy, which (laughs) I hope it does come real of. Of uh, Andrew Yang creating Boston Dynamic robots, security guards that are when he becomes mayor and they secede from when we are secede, we secede sorry. when Western New, New York secedes to become part of Greater Ohio, yeah, Greater um, Ontario, and the, and the and Great like Lakes, Western Pennsylvania. It. We all merge into one conglomerated. They're gonna merge us with those fucking freak robots, man. It's gonna be fucked up. Are you wait a minute? Are you guys telling me you don't want to see Andrew Yang riding in the town on one of those black mirror dogs? No. Come on. <laughs> well, folks, we got we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. This has been a crazy, you know, every single week has been crazy. Has, or, I don't really every know. single has week, week has been crazy, it, uh, I guess. Has this week been that crazy? I just I feel don't like I've so. been a, I feel like I'm in a perpetual, like, head being fucked up because of the Capitol Hill riot shit. Like, that was oh, yeah. a week and a half ago. It doesn't feel like a week and a half ago. It feels like... It happened a few days ago, and I guess I'm thankful that everyone stopped posting memes of the Q Shaman and all that stuff, because that was just, my God. People complaining about Facebook taking, like, those down, but the reason why, it wasn't because it was, like, offensive or they wanted to, like, silence you. It's because they, uh, Facebook was like, you're boring and annoying everybody by posting this shit. 
bro, we've already seen this meme like 50,000 times in like a day. Like, I, I think that was really the culprit behind it all. No one was really being silenced. They were just like, we're people making were, They were deleting better. people's did, memes. Did people think they I were think being so. silenced because of that? I don't think people were being... I'm just like trying to have a joke here, but please don't... No more No more of that no stuff anymore. No more silence. No more silence, but like if you're going to not be silent, like don't... No more Capitol Hill stuff. That's yeah, boring. just how about just shut the fuck up? Because luckily, um, the ungloved hand of the state and Capitol is going to do whatever the fuck it wants anyway. And um, yeah, the uh, domestic terrorists or whatever you want to call them that you're all worried about. I'm. I have faith that the uh, extremely progressive government of the United States is going to get all of this taken care of because that's what. Uh, the United States has historically done this definitely isn't uh, a situation where they've historically encouraged right wing terrorism and then used that to exert their power over everyone. So you've all done a really good job being sufficiently worried about this. I think you're all very virtuous, but um, I don't know. Try posting some dog memes or something for a minute instead, because uh, we, we can all take we've all been working overtime at the consent manufacturing factory. But uh, I think we can take a little vacation and enjoy um, Joe Biden becoming president and probably giving some really good speeches that I'm really looking forward to. Dude, this this shit's going to be so funny. It's going to be awesome. It could be. It could be. Has the potential to be funnier than the Trump administration. Could it be worse? Could it be? Honestly, could it be worse? I don't think so. I think perpetually everything is just going to get worse, regardless of president. I just can't wait till, you know, President-elect Biden uh, addresses America as... Jack, you know, I, the whole thing of that he will do it, too. I mean, listen, Jack, listen, listen, listen Jack, really, what, in, in terms of the comedic value, it comes down to how much Adderall and or adrenochrome they give him and how consistently if he's hopped up like he was at the debate with Bernie at every public appearance, this is just going to be boring and it'll suck if they let him fuck off and do his like angry old man thing. This is going to be awesome because it's a one two punch because he's gonna get up there and scream about how he was the first white lifeguard at that pool jack and whatever and then and then he he's gonna tag out and kamala is gonna make it woke somehow and but then he'll go right back to being like listen fat listen fat yeah <laughs> get your facts straight get your i facts never straight, used to jack. see queer fellas in public but i love it i love to see it man it's beautiful i learned about roaches I had hair that was that get all that that, that get all curly that, that would get <laughs> little bl- blonde hair blonde in the in the sun. Just that for like forty minutes. That's the inauguration. That's, the Spaniards that's in my wanna... neighborhood used to play football together. They were amazing, man. That's what I, I want to hear. Skills that I don't that want good. him. Yeah, I don't want him to be do whatever the fuck they like with the medicine. He doesn't need his me- Take the man off the medicine. He'll be fine. Yeah, no, no more, more adrenochrome, and then and then. Kamala can well explain how it's actually good that the president's retarded. Um, and right, it, she'd be. Pro- I'm sure she will be like, you know, it could be a lot worse. Hey, you're ages if you think. He oh yeah, we got the do the job right. We have the specter of the Capitol Hill riot that is just going to be dangled over us forever. Now it is. You know, some people were making said. Some people were saying maybe the most absurd thing I've ever heard. They were like, "This is the worst day in American history since 9/11," which is. I mean, for fuck's sake, a Nazi fucking, like, killed 13 people at a synagogue, like, two years ago. And that's, that probably isn't even the worst thing. Like, it's every day There's in American history about, is terrible. Like, you know, Hurricane Katrina, yeah. you got fucking But they are right that this is, like, 9-11. This is going to be, 
uh, uh, a touchstone for our discourse. Oh, yeah. For it's 9/11 maybe forever. The fact that, like, it's 9-11 in the sense that a, a new reality, we are coming out of a new reality, another dimension of our lives has been yeah. added. We are seeing more but also less. Uh, and we'll be able to do much more, much less than we used to. You know, I don't, before we, it was hard, it's, I guess with us living in a post 9-11 world, mo- like almost all exclusively our li- all our lives, now we're entering just, yeah, there's a new reality. Like, oh, dude, and, but I think it was always like that because there's always like every 20 or so years some new thing that happens. I think one of the bigger ones that people tend to forget is in the 70s with the gas crisis. Yeah. And like with all the credit, with the creation of oh, credit. Oh, the 70s were crazy, dude. There were bombings, political bombings in the 70s like all the time for a minute. Um, oh, planes being blown up out of the sky and yeah. shit like crazy in the but, 70s and 80s even. Yeah. The new reality thing hits home, though. This is why I've been fucked up. There's like a week where I did not sleep good and I woke up. I still have I have like brand new lines under my eyes and bags and shit. I aged like 15 years in the past few weeks. But I fucking it's like we were launched warp speed into the future that I had been worrying about for like years. Like the fucking dystopia that I was thinking about. But it was all in the abstract. And now like snap like that. It feels like it's going to be real. And I, I'll probably be wrong. But yeah, like like literally like phase shift psychedelic hyperspeed into this new era um that feels a lot like what i was worried that it would feel like but we'll see what happens yeah and then you know another another cultural huge cultural reality that all people you know i don't think they ever forget but like they kind of sweep on the rug or don't think it's as big and important when kurt cobain killed himself he did that. <laughs> right. He definitely wasn't set up by his wife, Courtney Love, murdered by uh, mentors, frontman El Duce. Well, yeah, that's the oh, thing yeah, about yeah. all these. Uh, quote, unquote, killed himself. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, that's the key with all these cultural touchstone things we're talking about and these things that uh, precipitate phase shifts. They are all fake. All of it is planned. Yeah. Psyops, ladies it's and gentlemen. All a, remember, folks, it's all Gladio all the time. And now it's Gladio at home, too. So we got Maga Maidan. We got. There's going to be more of them. We got Maga Dog on YouTube, Molly Hatchet YouTube videos saying he's, <laughs> he's drank two out of six in his fucking six pack. Two out of six. Keep wow. the six rock pack. and roll alive. But yeah, strategy Ready of tension, me, baby. Me Look it disaster. up. Well, we got we got a couple things we got planned here that we're going to talk about in more detail. <laughs> the first one. What should we do first, fellas? Should we do the music video? Sure. Uh, yeah, we could do that first and then come back to uh, to the other shit. Let's take a quick little, a little we're going to take a little detour here. It's a little breather, less tense here. A little so, less, yeah, you know. If you the strategy a, of tension, we're going to take a different strategy for a moment. Yeah, let's let's pump the brakes. Get off the gas a little bit. You know, this is very serious. You know, we want to have a little fun here. This is a serious, very serious episode and podcast. But also here. at the same time, a very fun and lighthearted yeah. episode. Yeah. Podcast. Uh, where we enthusiastically talk about the things that we love and appreciate. Um, unlike some other podcasts well, that are just mostly boring. Dudes talking about... You know like, what I would love and appreciate? What? Would be if Ariel Pink came on our podcast, because he's famous. We could. We could. Uh, He'd probably be desperate at this point. I, I th- yeah, I don't, I mean, don't want to necessarily platform him at, at this point. I think this is... I don't agree with a lot of his views uh, from what I... What little views I know of he his. He just seems like a very confused person. I, I think that's... I mean, just politically, at least. You see... You know, I don't know. Like, he seems like he's... 
No, you know what? We should talk about Ariel Pink, not the Ebron. Yeah. Do, let's, are we going to do that? Let's first? go that yeah, away. I think we should we're, talk first. Yeah, we're not. No. We're not. No light hard no more. Yeah, this is going to be heavy up, discussion right here. So, uh, if you didn't know, Ariel Pink is a indie artist from the West Coast, I think, and he was at the Capitol Hill riot. But he wasn't at the riot. He was at the rally. He was he at the rally. He attended Professor Trump's great speech where we got to hear about how Oprah was very nasty to him. And uh, big but tech, he, big tech is really coming into its own with big tech. And I'm not going to do anything about it. And not a damn thing. So apparently Four fucking years. he was there. Uh, Ariel Pink has, uh, I think his real name is Ariel Rosenberg. He has uh, shown support for uh, our current president, Trump, before in the past. And he's, from what I've seen, has said some not un, non-PC, un-PC things. Conservative, kind of standard conservative shit. Yeah. But I didn't, the interesting thing is I didn't even know he had, I mean, I didn't know much about this guy. I knew he was a very popular, like, indie pop guy. Listen to some of his music. It is good. It's He's pretty good. Clearly talented. But uh, he, I guess, I didn't, had never heard anything about him being a right winger. And then it exploded onto my social media feed along with all the other bullshit that this guy was, like, storming the Capitol or something. And then earlier today we watched... He appeared on the the Tucker Carlson show, which yeah, is bizarre which to even don't cancel about. us because we watched that. Please. We yeah, did watch sorry. the clip. We might include <laughs> we the audio of that too. It might be useful. It would probably help. Yeah. We yeah. watched a video of someone taking a video of it on their phone, so we didn't watch it from the official Tucker Carlson yeah, YouTube it was like page some, or whatever like, it may YouTube be. Man. Yeah. So uh, he uh, people. If I could actually add, like, oh. I remember doing my, my research on him. I came up with a couple of things he said. Okay. I think one yes. of the, the most memorable thing that I that he seemed to, that was, like, you know, could be construed as problematic is uh, I didn't know it was illegal to be racist. Yeah, which it's which, like, yeah, that's that, something you would say and be like, well, I, I guess that's true, kind of. Mean but, like, why would you, you why would you say that? Which, again, it, goes, <laughs> it boils down to... Well, you know, I mean, I don't want any repercussions for anything that I say. Very American. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, yeah. It really, it, it truly is. It's like, why would you say that? You're only saying that to raise a point, and it's like, let me hear what your point is. But it's something that he would probably never say. Like, I am racist, and it's like, I guess if you want, like. This is the thing that I dislike with a lot of artists, especially, and I see it a lot more in the, I see it a lot in the, as we are of the metal and punk world, I see it a lot there where people really, really, really try and pretend like they're not racist. And it's like, I'd respect you way more if you were just an out and out racist. I mean, it wouldn't be a lot because you're being racist, but what I really cannot fucking stand is the tiptoeing, like, hiding behind, like, words. Well, I'm not actually racist. Code switching. It's, yeah, it's, it's That's what it boils whack. down to. Just be racist. But it's, it's, they want to have their cake and eat it, too. Or, or keep it to yourself. I mean, I don't know, dude. That also is This great. is what I would say to Mr. Pink, I guess. Because, okay, let's, let's get into the clip maybe a little bit. What do you say? I'm going to play a clip here so you can kind of hear what he's saying. So you're an artist. Artists do transgressive things. You did the most transgressive thing. You came out as a public Trump supporter, and then you went to a Trump rally. What happened next? I went to the White House to see our president and went to the hotel, took a nap, 
and the story. When did you find out that your career had been destroyed? Well, uh, about two days later. Uh, by that point, uh, you know, my, my label had, had written me already uh, sort of uh, to inform me that they were getting a lot of heat and a lot of uh, backlash yes. for supporting me. And, and they reassured me that they were not going to drop me. <laughs> they always reassure you first, don't they? And, you know, and I was just like, you know, I mean, I, I didn't make any apologies. I was just, I was, I felt like I hadn't, I hadn't done anything. So, but these articles obviously placed me at the siege. Yes. Which I, which I was not at. So, now of course, I don't advocate for violence. Of course not. At all. In any walk of life. And just to be clear, you committed no violence while in Washington. Of course not. I mean, I, mean, I was there for a peaceful rally. And that's, that's all it was to me. Yes, and uh, but but there was no fact checking or anything like that. Uh, these 130 articles went out, went out in the course of 24 hours, and just the backlash was just sort of they succumbed to cancel cancel culture. So basically, that's. So what did your label say after reassuring you they weren't going to drop you? What happened then? Well, then they then 24 hours later they they wrote back saying that they they texted me, telling me that they had, uh, were going to go public and drop me at that point. So if you're a recording artist, which you are, and you can't record, what does that mean? Well, and I can't tour either at this, at this point, so it pretty much leaves me destitute and on the street. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sort of overwhelmed right now, and I don't know exactly what to do. But So, yeah. Okay, so a, a couple things on that. One, it is interesting. The, I, I like the way Tucker opened it with... You're an artist. Artists do transgressive things. You did the most transgressive thing possible. You're a Trump supporter. Interesting that Tucker took that tack. I don't know if he's like a uh, White House fan or what, or d maybe he's into Bowie. But uh, Gigi Allen shitting on stage and attacking his fans. The, I like he might be in the Bowie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he's I'm trying, trying to think <laughs> of who Tucker would think of as transgressive. He's probably like, oh, that Walk on the Wild Side song was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I could uh, see that. Yeah. Uh, catchy tune though I gotta say it's a catchy I mean, tune he, that's probably dude would be like oh Alice Cooper's he'd be like Charlie yeah. Daniels <laughs> I'm imagining Tucker Carlson now like that Lou Reed fella very catchy tunes unfortunate that he's Jewish <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Charlie Daniels constantly he'd be like yeah that's transgressive that Charlie Daniels to the day he died was constantly tweeting about um, Benghazi 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 ain't going away and then he died but yeah, they died penniless and a broken man. Good for him. He went to Georgia <laughs> where he met the devil and he fucked him in his ass. <laughs> yeah, take that, Charlie Daniels. We're going to punch down on a dead man. We're going to punch down on dead Charlie Daniels <laughs> in his stupid Twitter account. With and his dumb cowboy the tweets hat. about Bem Ghazi ain't going away. Bem Ghazi. Oh, dude, his account was great, man. What was the one who was like, at Burger King, the Illuminati is not a joking matter. <laughs> um. <laughs> wow, I never would have known that. Thanks, Charlie. Anyway, so Ariel Pink is on this clip. If you watch the video looking like he's been crying. Um, Which he probably has. Probably has. That guy, been. He's, he, I'm sure he will. He, he looks like a lot. He, Like I said, he seems like a, I don't know about fragile, but. I think probably, probably a little bit fragile. Yeah, probably yeah, a little bit little, fragile. Yeah. He's the kind of conservative who's probably like, I don't like this stuff because it's weird like, and it's scary to me. He, so like almost like a huge snowflake, in other words. Uh, yes. That's they, what he comes are, off they as. They absolutely are snowflakes. Um, <laughs> it all starts with snowflakery, but we're all snowflakes yeah. here in the USA. Yep. 
we all fancy ourselves to be very, very uh, special, and our particular desires are very, very important, myself included. So, yeah, and and then they start talking about it, and he sort of gets into. I mean, the first thing they cover is the media coverage, and I, I guess maybe this is where I sympathized with this guy the most, in so much as I did it all. Like, apparently, the press made it sound like he was at the riot when he wasn't, and that is something the media will do: is they'll put something out that's wrong. And, and it, that will get amplified through social media. And then when they issue a retraction, it's completely ignored. So just as a general media consumption rule, like whatever about this this indie pop man. But be aware of that when you're consuming news, folks. The reason now the reason why you would interpret that is they uh, there's a couple of articles that I did read said he was at the Capitol Hill riot, which to remember, it started as a rally at the White House with Donald Trump. And Rudy Giuliani, who's and a normal Rudy person. Ru- that normal man, Rudy Giuliani, man. was there. Shit, shit, <laughs> shit. My shitness? Himself. Yeah, we were talking we about... Just, we watched the video of him farting at that thing. Oh, man, incredible. <laughs> just so, so funny. <laughs> Number one. So it, it started as a rally. He left. You know, we know what happened. And then he like woke up and it's like pretty much a couple of days later he was dropped from his label or his music company as I saw which New Mexican like, Summer or whatever it's called yeah yeah it's like what he was like yeah it was funny being him or hearing how like shaken up he was about it it's like dude it's not like not it's not even like a major label or anything yeah I thought he'd be on a bigger label but here's the thing that's and this is why you probably didn't know maybe about his right wing like tendencies you mean um is. He's not in, like, the world of, like, us. Like, we, we aren't, like, huge. In, we, I think you and me have, like, some, like, we like some indie. I probably like more indie than you do, I used Jake. to follow it more back in the day. Back in the terminal boredom message board days, I was, like, yeah. listening to things that were peripheral to what would be called indie. That was when, like, garage punk was really happening. So, I, you just it's not within our realm of, like, typical interests. So, of course, we wouldn't know. And I... To just be to reassure everybody, we aren't condoning his beliefs or anything like that. With again, what little beliefs that we are aware of, uh, with like it's that him being like it's not illegal to be racist. I, mean, I saw something where he's like, uh, "Gay, I don't like gay marriage." Yeah, like and I gay respect, marriage pisses me. I saw, off. <laughs> yeah, it's like I respect the Westboro Baptist Church. It's like that's what that's the a, fuck is this that is shit a real about? dog shit opinion saying yeah, you respect one. the WBC. Like, God yeah, damn, he dude. deserved whatever flag he got for that one. That's but he should have gotten that flag when he got that flag. Yeah, that, that like, they, it shouldn't be like oh, well, oh yeah, now, like bringing it up now and be, yeah, this right. is crossing the line now that he is was at a Trump rally. It's like. Really? That is what crossed the line? Not like all this other shit. Endorsing fucking Fred Phelps is a lot more serious than watching the president talk, I think. At the same time, the Westboro Baptist Church is hardly an entity to worry about anymore. It's not, Uh, but he's saying something about himself when he says he respects them. I mean, I don't know what the context of that was. I guess it could be like, yo, I respect the game, man. They're committed. Like, you know, I don't agree with it, but I respect the hustle. Like, I mean, what was he saying good about the the West? That's the group that would go outside of the dead soldiers' funerals and protest. God hates fag Why do you need to be on that group side? Like, what are you thinking, man? Yeah. So clearly, a uh, man who uh, is very conflicted. He was talking about how, like, uh, he su- he supported Biden's victory. He's like, yeah, Biden fucking and won. He, he also much. said he think right like Trump fairly Trump, Trump lost. fairly yeah, lost. Yeah, it's notable. He went Which on Tucker and said that. Really, and it's like that's what makes it kind of weird because it's like okay, well, that's weird because it's like, he why? went to a ra- he went to this. It was Trump called rally. Stop the Steal. He went to this Trump rally. He supports 
Biden in the sense that Biden won he's and old, he would support the president. He's an old school guy who's like, look, I support the president, which is something you don't hear anymore. Listen um, here, listen here, Jack. I support the president no matter who it is because, you know, they need my support. Like that guy. It's like it's Joe Biden a boomer, being like a, a boomer thing. <laughs> Biden's like, listen, I don't care what he believes. I like this fella's music. He's got good tunes. That's what it's all about, man. Those kids in my neighborhood, they'd sing for a nickel. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so uh, he's going to be singing in the, in the neighborhood for a nickel because now he said he's going to be destitute. And yeah. He's going to be busking. Yeah, That's he's, something he said. He, he said he's like destitute and he's on the streets, which is like, Dude, I don't know, man. It's been like less than a week, You're man. a pretty successful musician. And uh, I don't know, maybe if you budgeted your money better, which is something I would normally never tell anyone, but... I mean, yeah, apparently, apparently that's successful. his whole. Apparently, his whole thing is being a fucking conservative. So it's like, dude, I, I I'm tempted to apply your ideology to you here and pull say you should have budgeted your money better. You know? Yeah, pull up your fucking and beetle boots. Another straps, Ariel Pink. Another good point, though. Beetle is... boots don't have straps on them. That's why he's <laughs> fucking homeless now. Got... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, another good point too is. Uh, Maybe you should move out of California, man. I mean, that's clearly one of the most expensive fucking states to live in in America. It's also clearly cursed and from hell. And about the yeah, yeah. No, no diss to California in a, in a general sense, as, as we know, real diss to New York City. But I'm just yeah, saying it's, it's kind expensive. of like a hell state in a sense. There's, it's too much power. It's, it's, it needs to be dispersed. And we need to balkanize it. I guess is that, a, is that the right term? We need to separate though. We need like, to take those people and move them across or That's turn it into like three different states. Or I mean, yeah, they get pushed. They them have into the talked Midwest. about that. Yeah. Well, I have proposed in the past that America Cookins should be dispersed throughout the third world because exerting <laughs> proletarian <laughs> dictatorship over millions of enemies if they're geographically concentrated, would pose a huge challenge for the joint dictatorship of the proletarian of oppressed nations. So they should be sent to the more sophisticated societies in the third world. Mm -hmm. And I have a thread on this uh, on the Internet that you can look up. So ultimately, when it, when it comes to Ariel Pink, we're just what we're trying to advocate for is be aware of like how journalism like words things. And we're going to take his, as far as I know, I haven't seen any pictures of him at the Capitol Hill on the stairs going there. So if he was at the rally, that's one thing. If he was at the riot, that's another fuck. Ari Ari Ariel thing. Pink actually beat that cop to death with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. That um, was him. Because he him. said, he's like, I think your music sucks. And he was like, I'll show you, asshole. Jerk. I thought you were on my jerk. side. The cops like your music's fucking gay, dude. I like Molly Hatchet, and he's yeah. like, he was he, Ariel Pink's like play CAB, bitch. <laughs> he was like, dude, play. He was Ariel Pink was performing there, and he was like, play, my, play, flirting with disaster. Play that like, charcoal voice to angel from heaven. Yeah. The only other thing I was gonna say about him, actually, there's a couple directions. Here, I was, I was gonna say, go hey, yeah, do at it. least he's not like John Schaefer from Ice Earth. <laughs> Who I, and we listen? I've listened. I think you listened to some Ariel Pink. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, for like that kind of, for guy. what it's doing. Yeah. Um, but like Iced Earth, <laughs> big old snake. Now the guy bomb. from King Eight Ten was also there, which is a oh my really God. well. I mean, really the, good band. Was, was that him or was that just somebody who kind of maybe looked like? I think him? he confirmed that it was he. he oh, he, he did. Himself. Oh, okay. If I it was him, that. I'm sure he's confirmed it. Yeah, I think he said something <laughs> about recording a music video there. Like it's gonna be part of a music video or something like that. Uh, honestly, like, oh, it probably would have been a good. 
Oh, boy. You've probably got some good footage, I'm sure. If you've never listened to King A-10, it's truly one of the worst, like, bands in, a wor- in the world, in, in my mind. I don't I don't think you could get worse than them, because like, it's, like, the worst of, like, th- like groove metal, new metal, like, like trap. hard rock, trap stuff. Yeah, it's just, uh, very, it's like, it's not a good. It's, it's like new metal, but so much worse than any new metal you've ever heard in your fucking life. That's, his, his that's what Ariel Pink sounds like. What about that one new metal song we were listening to or that you found oh, earlier? Oh, God. Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. I've, I'm in like a new metal group on Facebook, and it linked me to the song by a band called Clawfinger, and the title of the song is just the N-word with a hard R. And it's white guys, and the message <laughs> of the song, it's them trying to be anti-racist. They're like, look, man, the white man invented that word to keep you down. Why do you call yourself that? You should stop. <laughs> Um, yeah, Only shitty. a new metal band so can do something be our th- like that. That'll be our theme music for this episode. The opening theme is just going to be that song where they say that word a million times. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say something else. A pink, Mr. Pink's appearance on the, the Tucker program called something else to mind for me. Because he's describing this process of him. He said a couple of he's stupid things. He One, he's talking about why he voted for Trump. He's like, I didn't vote for Trump. I voted against cancel culture because I hate cancel culture. And it's like... Motherfucker, that's that wasn't what was on the ballot. What was on the ballot was that Trump was going to be fucking president. Like the really what was on the ballot with Trump was the whole I'm going to build the wall on the Mexican border. Like what yeah. the fuck is Trump going to do about cancel culture? Or it turns out he's not going to do anything about anything except for fucking a bunch of military contracts and deregulation. And oh, they moved the embassy too. But um, fucking like it. It I, I gotta say, I was reading some stuff online. I saw a very far right guy, someone who doesn't support Trump because he's not radical enough, make a really good point. This guy said that he said Trump is the guy. You go to a bar with him, and he picks a fight with another group of people, and then runs out and lets you fucking fight them, and and then fucking reports you to the police if you beat him up. Like that's basically what Trump did. He got. Like, liberals and shit all fucking riled up, understandably. He gets his people all fucking charged up to the point where they beat a fucking cop to death. And what did he do for them? He doesn't have your fucking back. Like, I know I don't need to yell at my listeners about this because I don't think any of them are Trump supporters. We're but not like, yelling at you guys. He's, he's not going to pardon any of those people who get no, locked No, and he didn't fucking, like, do anything. Like, he was bitching in his speech before that Capitol riot about big tech. Big tech's coming into its own. What the fuck did you do about big tech, Trump? Like, what did you do about big anything? Like, what'd you do about Big Oprah? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah, say it's gonna get us in trouble. <laughs> we'll cut that one. <laughs> no, leave. We can leave it. I was gonna say. Well, I mean, think Oprah has uh, an insane amount of control in the. In terms I mean, of she's a, she's got to be a billionaire, right? She is, I believe. Oh, with an absolute. She's got her own yeah. TV network. She's got like a magazine. She's got like yeah, she has a lot of control Jeez. and power. Like more power than like one person. Probably one, Joey one Biden think, does. Say. I was yeah, gonna say Biden's not a billionaire. Trump's not Biden's gonna a fucking piss ant, honestly. Right, he ain't got shit. I was gonna say Trump's not going to pardon the protesters. Um, no, Biden is. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Jay, uh, they were just roughhousing a little bit. It's okay, man. It happens every time. It was all in good fun, Jack. After he does, after he does it, he's like, "Oh man, I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry." I remember I got in a fight with a Chinaman, beat him with a baseball bat. It's what happens, man. Listen, real yeah. Americans understand. This Vietnamese guy, one time I, I beat I beat him so bad his eye went blind. Yeah, he's Mark you Wahlberg know, it, now. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Biden, that was Mark that was Mark Wahlberg. What what? Shut L- up. Shut up, Jack. L- listen here, fat. 
Like he, <laughs> that's got to be where he just pretends to be like an actor or something like that. Yeah, he thinks he's Tom Cruise. You mean he thinks he's Tom Cruise? Mark Wahlberg or Joe Biden? Joe Biden. Oh, okay, <laughs> I thought you meant Mark Wahlberg. He, he gets confused and thinks he's Tom Cruise. He's like, I love Katie, man. Don't you tell me otherwise, Jack. Don't don't you tell me what my thetan levels are. <laughs> And then I jumped on that chair and I told her, I love Katie. I love d- Diet Cherry Coke. <laughs> Damn, I hope like 10 people in the world will be like, I know what, I still remember what that is. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if everybody yeah, else hasn't already how, logged off by now. Showing how fucking old we are talking about Tom Cruise being a, being a, a wackadoo on TV. On Oprah's um, TV on show, Oprah's, I think. On Oprah's television program. And she was very nasty to me. <laughs> oh, but I was I was one of the last people on her show. One of the last episodes. I was one of the five. Because I was she the one that canceled me. it. But now, not so much. She doesn't like me too much now. I haven't gotten a call. Since, or he said something about like him not getting a call from her. And yeah, that that part of the speech was... Is wild. This is my favorite so thing about Trump is the shit that he actually cares about versus the shit that his base cares like, about. That's what he cares like, about. Like, do you know how many... T- look up... Oh, no, you can't look it up because they deleted his fucking Twitter account, which is wild. But that dude had, like, 30 tweets about Graydon Carter, the guy who owns Vanity Fair magazine. Like, that's what Trump cares about is that Graydon Party... Or Graydon Party. <laughs> Graydon Carter, his Oscar parties, they're no longer hot. They don't have the hot looks. They don't... Like, he is a gossipy... Like Jewish woman from Queens, and and his base is, we know what his base is like, and just the disconnect there is incredible, and the fact that they thought that this guy of all fucking guys on planet Earth was going to fight for them, like go to bed. Jesus form. Christ, this motherfucker who was like on the Oscars singing Green Acres with that what's her name from fucking with the big titties for Will and Grace, Megan Mullally. Megan Mullally. No, I do. Very I do. talented. Doesn't just have. I look. I used to watch that show when I was in middle school. There was one component of it that was, or two components, I guess, that were a lot more interesting to me than anything else. I'm sure Will, it's a funny show. Yeah, it was she the, can sing good. The character Will, and, <laughs> and the, the other character, character Grace, and no, Brian the other character. What's character? the other character? Dharma and Greg. Greg. Yeah. <laughs> or David Spade's, you know, character on that show. I, I don't. I think I'm talking mixing. about just shoot me. Actually, yeah, we're talking about a different show. I'm, th- I'm definitely talking about just shoot me. This is like the late millennial power hour on this fucking show with this cultural shit. Anybody say, out there remember watching Just Shoot Me before The Simpsons would come out on <laughs> Channel Seven back when in like fifth grade? Uh, the, so at the end of the rally, too, they played YMCA, which is just so fucking funny. Yeah, dude, he's the, the like we had the first gay president. Yeah, because because if if fucking what's his face won, um, Rat Boy Hillary Buttigieg Buttigieg won. It's like, dude, that guy's not. Is he really gay? He it's like that like Comptown bit where he's just people said he was gay his whole life and then he just ran with it. <laughs> yeah, you remember that bit? Yeah, <laughs> I think he's CI gay. Because he's in the CIA and he's a CIA agent for the Central Intelligence yeah. Agency, is my opinion of Pete uh, Booty Judge he, here. He did. He was wrapped up in that like weird. Remember, like back in the primaries, and there was like that whole like the voter thing got like all 
He was found to be like oh, he yeah. owned like he like worked with the company. Oh who, yeah, like, ran when the they voting. Fucked. Oh yeah, you want to talk about a rigged election? Yeah. All you fucking Trump morons, like. They yeah, how about what they did to Bernie? Like, they Straight just up. rigged the election against Bernie. It was a rigged election. Yeah. And actually, more importantly, forget the Trump people. How about all you fucking Bernie people? Like, do you see what those Trump people did over an election that wasn't rigged? Like, what the fuck did you do? And what the fuck would you do? I'll tell you what you did. You went and you voted for Joe fucking Biden. So go figure that, like, the right is getting more of what they want than you are. And then we are. I'm guilty of this, too. I'm fucking in the same boat. Yeah, I they fucking beat a cop to death because they thought their guy got robbed. You made posts. They tased their dick and balls. You made so fucking hard. posts. <laughs> they fucking and their, they actually stole it from up. your guy. Well, the I can I say one more thing about yeah. Pink? Just in, if for for if any people who have similar opinions to him hear this, because what he's describing this getting dropped from the record company, it's like a different version of just. I mean, plenty of guys have gotten fired for being. Uh, alt-right or whatever. It fucking happens. I'm sure this has happened to leftists too, which will bring me to my point here. Like, okay, you don't want to run the risk of getting fired for your beliefs. I can sympathize with that. You know what would prevent that from happening would be different fucking labor laws that make it so that can't legally happen. Or if you're in a fucking union. Or another way it could work is if our economy was structured in such a way that losing your fucking job wasn't a fucking death sentence, Ariel Pink. Guess what? Those are all things that you're against. So I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Yeah. No, no, my guy, he'll take care of it, I guess. And and if you're some right winger and you want to say, oh, I'm not against this thing, you want to do like a Nazbol thing, it's like, no, dude, like, that's all in your head. Like, tr- Donald Trump is your guy, whether you like it or not, own that. And if you're a leftist, like, the Democratic Party are your guys. Like, as it stands, there is nothing else I can call you other than a Democrat So or a Republican. So fucking come up with something else and maybe you'll get some fucking things that you want. But yeah, the, the right winger is like whining about tech censorship or getting fired from their job or whatever. I'm like, dude, this is what you wanted. I'm sorry that it's woke and you didn't think it would be woke. Like, capitalism is not going to massage your racial insecurities forever. It doesn't have to do that. If it's not profitable for them to do that, they fucking won't. Which and it clearly isn't. You, I, it's 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 not going to be profitable forever. So yeah. From the interview, he says, like, his label was like, no, we're not going to drop you. We, we, like, stand behind you. And then, like, two days later, like, oh, we're going to drop you. Like, it has not, and he had other issues in the past. So it's clearly not a moral issue on like the record labels issue. No, the no. Part. It's mostly like we are. It's and it really boils down to we don't want to get annoyed by people on Twitter or if people boycott them or boy or quote unquote boycott. Well, this them. is the uh, and, 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 saying, but. Like, so ultimately, it's just like if people boycott them, so what? If people are fans of him at this point, from what I've what the, his history. You're you're a fan for him for like through the thick and thin of it all, yeah. And I, I think it's it's a it's a if we're gonna go to a moral issues, then be a hundred percent moral. Like, be you should have dropped him when he said something about the gay thing or like being racist or something like that. Drop him then. And like that could have been. I think that might have been. You know, like that would have been way more justified. That would have been way more justified too. Because if he said, "I just went to a Trump rally and he didn't do anything," then that's fine. It, you, what it what it kind of constitutes as and could be interpreted as for some people is he got fight he got dropped from his label for supporting the president, which as someone who does not like Donald Trump, I still think that's kind of fucking whack. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's got to be more to that. It, like, they're only doing it because it affects their bottom line, and that's the issue well, with that, capitalism. That, you have to remember. That's fucking... It was Mark Fisher. The anniversary of his suicide was a couple days ago, so I got to put this in here. Do you want an example of capitalist realism? This is a book that Fisher wrote that everybody should check out. Um, the most... 
effective anti-fascist tactic that these radical leftists in Antifa, and I, I consider myself a leftist too, mo- most um, effective anti-fascist tactic we have in front of us right now is begging capitalists to fire the fascists. And that's fucked. And we're all doing that because we can't do anything else. And that is resigning ourselves to that. That is capitalist realism. That is operating within a capitalist, a, a business ontology, as Fisher put it, and trying to do the least bad thing within that framework. And that sucks. Like, I want the framework to be fucking busted open. And, and it will drive you insane because you can't see a way to do that. It's literally has put a limit on our imagination. But that is that is the most common thing Antifa does. It yeah. docks people to try to get them fired. Literally begging a capitalist to fire the guy. Which, I, they're playing by the capitalist rules. So I, yeah. I don't, bl- I, you can't blame people for thinking like that. And I understand, like, people have saying that's like, if we cut off the their money, like, then some things maybe they can't, they don't have access to, to get, they can't achieve. But at the end of the day, I don't, I don't think money is the issue. I think money will still make these, with money or without money, these people are going to think the way they think. Yeah. And some, a lot of them, some of them and a lot of them are too far gone. Maybe they'll never get better. They'll probably get more never... radical if you get them fired from their fucking job. But right, I'm, not like, saying, I'm not even saying I'm not even one. saying don't get them fired. I'm saying it sucks that the way this has to be handled is on the level of asking again a capitalist to fire them. It's it's yeah. almost like economic terrorism in a way. I mean, it, on some level, yeah, kind of, like, it's economic it's class warfare in a sense. Yeah, maybe like, that's a better. You know, it's, it's coercion. Like, we, it's it's a form of coercion. I'm not even against it because it's all coercion. It's not. It's even all a, coercion. You're. It's. Jesus. I'd rather them. I'd rather them be like we're not even like like casting them out in like a social sense where like they will feel dejected and they can't experience like their social circle social circle anymore, which I'm sure a lot of them do. I mean, that's that's what happens when you have someone who's been like outed as like anything within like maybe the punk scene. Now they no longer operate within that scene. But the issue with like something like that is if that person just goes to another town, another city or something like that and just does the same shitty thing. Well, guess what? It's just perpetuating the cycle. We're not getting we're not helping that person. We're not getting them any better. Some some of these people you can't help. That's understandable. And I I don't I don't think we're going to the goal is to try and fix everybody is your uncle or your aunt or my mom or parents or my grandfather, you know, someone else. They all can't be fixed. And I'm not saying that we can fix them all, but. It's just, I wish there was another way. I, that's what the, there just needs to be. I want another way, the other than seemingly tattling on people, and that's what it kind of feels like. All yeah, time. yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it, it isn't. I don't think it is. I think it's. I think it's a little more than that, because I'm not a child anymore, so I don't. I don't consider it like tattling. But it's just. I don't think it's necessarily working. Well, no, it's clearly not working because it's getting worse. And and again, I just can't get over the fact that so much of it relies on trying to reverse engineer the systems of economic coercion that we're supposed to be opposed to. I don't blame anyone for doing that. Like, I'm not saying don't get the guy fired, but it, it, it just sucks that we're trapped in that framework. And uh, yeah, some of these people are going to get more radical. That's we can't really get into that now, but. It, I'm very they could curious get more to see radical. where this goes. They could become more radical just by simply virtue of that's just how it works yeah um with or without money they may just become more radical it's just i don't know there's a lot of layers to this thing but you know what ariel pink at the end of the day you're kind of a fucking idiot you shouldn't have just gone that's like you know what just don't go you're a musician 
you don't. No one cares. I think at this I mean, day dude, and if age, you care more about your like, what, but he's basically saying I care more about this Donald Trump thing than I do about my fucking music. And it's like, my God, it's like you're gonna die on that. Mole Maybe Hill. in 2016, I could see someone being this like naive about things. Come on, now there really you is can't no now. Now you can't, man. You well, yeah, gotta understand. Tr- Trump was edgy in 2016. This was Trump was like the new counterculture, and that was stupid to say back then. But I could see why someone would think it because he was sort of a he was disrupting culture and offending the status quo, o- offending the status quo in a pretty like palpable way. But I mean. Then he became the president of America, and you can't shill for the president and be punk. Like, that's pretty no. simple. That was the most, honestly, the reason I wanted to talk about this and thought it would be interesting is because following his Tucker program appearance, there were these fucking, like, MAGA, like, moms, MAGA boomers on Twitter, like, posting, like, where can I find this young man's songs? He's a patriot, and I want to support him. Antifa's been very unfair to him. And I love the idea of QAnon people listening to Ariel Pink's Haunted Graffiti and having to think that it's good because they... One of the things that makes conservatives really mad is even though their Republican Party has dictated a ton of policy over the past decades, they still have no foothold in culture. They can't... And that's what these people actually care about. They're totally... Uh, uh, captured by spectacle and don't perceive their material conditions in a conscious way. What pisses them off is that they can't, one, if their posts get shadow banned, two, if that they turn on the TV and the, it isn't people that are just like them. So any cultural thing you can give them, like they probably will all start listening to Ariel Pink now because it won't matter if they like the music or not because it's, it's, they'll be stoked that it's a guy. It's one of their, it's, he's like, yeah. who's one of our guys? And that's why the the what I um, should be referred to as the right the right wing heel turn slash grift is like so popular within like failing that's been like a big thing lately it seems like I mean it's been like that for the last five or six years but the last um, especially the Trap last like two it. or three Trap kind of has been on that but uh, it's there's when you you see it commonly in like bands that are failing or like are washed up and don't have much to go. They're all of a sudden patriotic and, you know, red-pilled or something like that. And it's like, where did this come from? And it's ultimately it comes from uh, they need money and they want money. You That's will it. get a built-in audience because those – You have people, a – some form of a built-in audience. They're, they're, those, those fucking conservative people are desperate for any scrap of culture that they can exert themselves over. Because they have, they have been shut out by, like, the liberal elite that runs the media, which, to be clear, I'm saying that because I also hate that. I just think that they're fucking – uh, shitty conservative media also sucks and it all sucks and it definitely sucks everything sucks a lot and I'm curious like seeing the fucking MAGA boomers talking about fucking Ariel Pink really for me begs the question that I don't have a good answer to of what is going to happen to culture under Biden yeah we got to start writing uh, punk songs that about we were talking about this yes. you know, a couple of days ago or last week we have to. I think we're gonna probably write some leading head songs about how Biden sucks. Regardless now's of the like, time. now is the time. Don't don't hold his feet to the fucking fl- the fire, in in a cultural sense. Uh, make make it so that he like understands that we don't like him and he sucks, dude. We cannot give him the satisfaction or anyone any of these stupid fucking liberals the satisfaction that, even though I did vote for Joe Biden. I voted out uh, because I disliked Trump way more. And I ultimately, I mean, I live in New York State, so who gives a shit? Um, and I wanted to vote for, like, the other parts of it more important. I thought that was more important. But I, Trump, he, it, there, the message it needs to be clear that 
we do not like Joe Biden and that we are going to try and like we are against his like general ideas concept is like and what he is like yeah kind of stands for because he still stands for a lot of shitty things and you know what if you don't like it joe joey boy joseph robinette biden if you don't fucking like it prove us fucking wrong and do everything the opposite of what you did you know (laughs) or you should get out joe or get the fuck out out. of the country but hey get out of the country and let the rightful president professor donald j trump yeah become president for four more years so we can start these secret military tribunals that q (laughs) has been telling me about Sounds no. very well, exciting. I, I saw I saw, I saw a funny meme, or it's uh, not a meme. I guess it was a meme. It was like some guy being like, "It's like, hey Q, how's it going?" And it was like <laughs> a four chan pose, and was like, "Joseph Biden is has been captured, and they are essentially doing a face off, face off style with like, like Joseph and the Biden. John Travolta Nicholas yes. Cage movie. <laughs> and that when you see him on the podium getting inaugurated, it's not Joseph Biden, it's, it's Trump. Donald Trump." And it's like, man, those dude, those guys' bodies could like be like no, so so different. Imagine seeing Joseph Joe Biden. Yeah, Trump is thick, dude. With fuck with fucking <laughs> Trump's body. That Joe Biden be... with, with Trump's booty. <laughs> Look, Jack, I'm thicker than a motherfucker. You better believe thicker it. Thicker than a fucking three dollar. Hey, I eat a lot of Big Macs to keep this physique up. Okay, pal. They yeah. call they call me President Thickums. They do. I heard them. All the people out there. I saw there, the memes. Me and Barack. <laughs> but yeah, I, even just from a punk rock point of view, like, dude, when Trump was president, like, you're not gonna write a punk song about Trump because SNL is bitching about Trump every night, and like that shit fucking sucks, and like everybody knows that he sucks. Biden being president is bringing me back. Not bringing me back. I wasn't fucking alive. But you know, all these punk bands wrote songs about Reagan, right? And if I'm not mistaken, like, Reagan, people loved Reagan. Like, that was a president people loved. Even George Bush, when we yeah. were kids, people wrote punk songs about him because people liked him. You're supposed to like him. He's the commander-in-chief, 9-11, so on and so forth, war on terrorism. Uh, we're looking at now, like, a war on white terrorism or whatever that is going to be a, just an excuse to fucking spy on everybody, and they're going to encourage more terrorism so they can do that. Like, if you want to be a fucking punk, like, and and really, like, actually call the status quo into question on a fundamental level. Like, yeah, I think fucking putting Joe Biden on blast is a great way to do that. Cause I think that we are going to be looking at a cultural environment where this guy isn't popular because I don't think that he is. I think everyone just voted against Trump, but the mainstream media, the lion fake news media <laughs> and uh, c- culture more broadly is going to be exerting a tremendous amount of pressure on you to shut the fuck up and vote, vote or root for fucking Joe and Kamala, because if you don't, they're going to you need them to stop the fucking the, Q, yeah, the, the Q the white supremacist, whatever it is like. And that is exactly the kind of stultifying fucking cultural force that uh, I think as punk rockers and human thinking beings like we need to reject that fucking false yeah. dichotomy and really fucking put these people on blast. And and like, yeah, so because remember this. Joe Biden is the reason why we got not him personally, I would say, and singularly, Joe Joe Biden's administration that he was a part of with Barack Obama, uh, President Obama, was the reason why we got Donald Trump. And obviously, it's not. And before that, Joseph Joe Biden did stuff. I keep calling wanting to call him Joseph. Joseph Biden. Joe Biden is the reason. Like we have like a lot of really shitty fucking legislation. The fucking prison ref- the 
Prison, the crime bill. He's been trying to cut a bunch people's of fucking stuff. benefits forever. Like, yeah. don't don't let this motherfucker fucking like piss on you and tell you that it's raining. Like, don't be a yeah. fucking dumbass. Like, and don't let the, the specter of Trumpism, as dangerous as it might be, and I think some of these fucking people are psychos, and it is scary. But like, don't run into the arms of the neoliberal state just because that's scary. Because they're not there to protect you from that. They created that. It's the same shit. Yeah. We well, just we just watched a video yesterday. It was at yeah. the debate. Bernie talking to Biden, calling him out, being like, "Yeah, that was a great clip." Show you. There's been numerous times where you said you've wanted to cut like so it was so Social Security, Security and, Medicaid, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then Biden just lies. Yeah, be like, just I never said that. Completely Trumpian moment from him. He's like, "I never said that. That's a lie. It's not true." And man. then and, they played the audio of him like saying, it. <laughs> "Yeah, like he's just lying." So don't let these people fucking like. Yeah lie to you and and fucking make you be thankful for whatever fucking scraps they want to give you like you're probably not even gonna get any scraps so yeah write some fucking good fucking punk songs about this fucking old piece of shit and this cop that he's is his vice president we're gonna fucking do it i don't give a shit fuck it why not you know what are they gonna stop us yeah what are they gonna i don't think so let's find out (laughs) maybe we'll be the we'll be the guinea pigs yeah yeah (laughs) yeah. well let's move on to the the next thing that i wanted to do uh we were gonna Watch a little music video and kind of react and see, you know, what it's like. I mean, you, Tim, I've seen it already. Tim and Jake haven't seen it. Haven't uh, seen it. The music video is uh, by the band Sanguasugabag from Ohio. The song Menstrual Envy from their upcoming album. Our Rust Tortured, Belt Brothers in Ohio. Tortured Hole. W-H-O-L-E. Let's okay. pull it. Pull it up. I, I can. Can we take a quick break? Yeah. Okay. We'll take a it? quick yeah. break, and then we'll get into it. Word. Okay. So we're back, and we're going to be talking and watching the new Sanguasugabag music video, uh, and it is pronounced Sanguasugabag. For those that don't know, they are a death metal band from Ohio. They got signed to Century Media Records recently. Uh, you will not are, be able to spell the name. Yes. Uh, Friend, friends, I guess, friends of the pod to some degree. Um, and uh, pretty good dudes. Pretty nice dudes. Enjoy them. Shout out to um, Ohio, by the way. Shout out My Ohio. Rust Belt brethren. Dayton, right? Or Cincy? Something like that? Uh, I think kind of like all, all over Columbus, Ohio, I right? think, actually. Wow. I don't know where Cody lives. Hmm. It's a good question. But they're from it's Ohio. Ohio. Uh, so this is a song, Menstrual Envy, from their album Tortured Hole, which is coming out in like end of March. Freudian vibes. I like it. Freudian vibes. I'm with it. All right, let's play it right now. Now, Troma. They, Troma. This is like in, I have not thought about fucking with Troma. I haven't thought about Troma in fucking a dog's age, so that's interesting. It's okay. It's all right. Let's relax. They're doing mushroom psilocybin. Damn, I wish I had some mushrooms, dude. Yeah, man. Fuck, I only did mushrooms once, but it was pretty dope. They rule. So the band is given a contract to sign, and they have the another contract that they give the to the rap and central media. <laughs> the dong claw. The dong claws. This is not what I was expecting. No take backs. I think 
I said on my I posted about this is probably one of the better music videos this I've is seen in a long time. Very silly, but uh I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. That's kinda cool. The guy's got a fucking whole ass motorhead logo on his full fucking torso. Oh Cam. A lot of phallic devices being used here with Devin crushing the Whoa, banana. That's gross. That's his fucking dick. So these hoes Dude, and fucking, fucking uh, fishnets are cutting his fucking dick off. Dude, you're dick and balls, man. You're pulling all this shit out of his damn stomach. Damn, this is... They're doing nasty stuff. So are they castrati now? No, they got oh, they got huge, huge dongs. dongs. They got see huge the dongs huge and dongs they <laughs> They're covered in blood. We got some of that Saint Anger ping snare happening. Um, Very pingy, yes. Oh, his monster dong has a fucking. Horrifying visage. Now it's like eating this black dude's stomach. They just the killed Mario Judah. <laughs> <laughs> Their dongs are come to life and now are attacking everybody. That is at this party, I guess they're at. Dong went into radioactive to be continued. So we got another we got another video. There's gonna be something else coming up. And what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was not what I was expecting. Lloyd Kaufman, isn't that like the OG? Yeah, that's, trauma that's guy? the trauma guy. Yeah. God damn that's the guy. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, I, was, I thought that was a, when I saw it the other day. I thought, man, this is a really good. Music I video. saw only the thumbnail and did not think that was gonna be like this. I thought this was gonna be. Uh, Something with they're trying to have a bit of gravitas, and it was kind of the exact opposite. That was see when they, I thought I thought there would be more coming into play with the uh, the when them eating the mushrooms at the beginning. I think that uh, came into play with them getting like the surgery. Um, they do have a couple. They I think psychedelics do play a a, a decent. They have, have like crazy colors going around the guy's head. Oh when he was yeah, on the that's fucking right. surgical yeah. table. Yeah, yeah, I mean that was classic like silly trauma shit, which is not. My favorite thing in the world. I do love the surf Nazis, but uh, I mean, for a death metal band, that makes a lot of sense. It's better than them just dicking around in sweatpants playing their guitars or whatever. I assume these bands usually do. Yeah, most death metal uh, videos are very. But most, we'll say this. This is something. I mean, it's very easy for me to admit, but people have to accept it. Most music videos are really fucking boring. You know, it's like people aren't being creative now. Obviously, the thing about being creative and doing a lot of stuff is. You have to kind of have a little bit of money. Yeah, know? yeah. Luckily, this band is pretty successful in their how for how big they are. More successful than a lot of bands their tenure. 
and they have a lot of support, which is awesome. So they are able to do probably a little more than you know most bands could do. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think you're only limited to how creative you are in a music video or really any musical endeavor you do with your whatever it is, or, or even art in general, uh, by your imagination. Yeah, it have to be video, the best. Video has a little more of a barrier to entry because if you want it to look and sound good, that, that involves, I don't know, you got to have like a fucking computer, shit like that. Um, yeah. But you can do it. Um, this had, I mean, I will say the the evil dongs that they had that were eating everybody. That was, I mean, that's classic aesthetic for this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim, but not, you know, not in like a bad, you know, like misogynistic rapey kind of way, you know, they no, well, that that's, they pulled it off pretty good where, you know, it didn't come off like that. Well, cause they were horrified by their own dongs that yeah. they had a contract for. They asked for, this is actually interesting. They asked for this gigantic, uh, phallus, this symbol of uh, oh, tre- or like of being like a tremendous big masculinity, yeah. and then ultimately that masculinity destroyed them because that's what toxic masculinity is. It poisons you as well. And, and they it, the one of the dongs ran away and hid in, and fell into a vat of toxic waste. <laughs> yes, toxic masculinity. Smart. So this is uh, your that monster, is your monster dong will destroy you. Yeah, I'm definitely not just saying that as cope. That's that's. Definitely. I think also, it's though, true. there was, like, a part in the music video where they were, like, looked like they were trying to talk to some girls or something. They were, like, you yeah, know, they check were out just, our huge yeah, dogs. Yeah, they were, yeah. like, nah. They were, like, ew, gross. <laughs> Which, that would be terrifying. Uh, uh, if, if you I just had walked a 15 up. Inch, <laughs> at least a 15-inch dong, it'd be, like. Just pull your 25-inch penis out of your mouth. I get brown, brown, brown. We're all very impressed that it is so large. Yeah. I've definitely read enough interviews with porn stars where they lie to make you feel good to know that size doesn't matter. That much I can tell you. <laughs> I've I've heard people say that. I mean, that is a lie because it's like it, it's obviously it, a lie. It, I don't think it's like it's one of those things where it's, you know. If if you're rocking that micro, if you got a tic tac, uh, I mean, you know, if you got a yeah, again, you got a tic tac glued onto your lower abdomen, <laughs> you know, that's a little tough. No, I have a theory on this, and ladies, because I know we have just a, a wealth of female <laughs> listeners. Um, my theory is that men with very average sized cocks would be the best lovers, I would imagine, because if you have a, if you're packing like monster meat. You're probably at least on a subconscious level thinking you don't have to try that hard. And you might be kind of right, depending on the lady, etc. At the same time, if you are rocking a Tic Tac, as I believe Tim put it, like, you're going into it like, look, man, I know this isn't going to be great for her. Like, I'm just going to do whatever. Like, how good could it possibly be? Like, You better get your finger and tongue work going I, pretty I, good, I, I guess. I guess, but she's still going to be disappointed, so yeah. fuck it. Now, I think the sweet spot, and this is definitely just an objective observation and isn't based on my experience at all, because obviously I am, you know, huge, of course, obviously. <laughs> this is, I am not speaking for myself, but in theory, I would imagine if you're very average, that is the sweet spot because you're you're not super insecure, but you're just insecure enough. You have that little nagging thing in your back of your head that says... What if it's not enough? I better make sure that I'm really good at everything else, and I'm very attentive. I'm hitting the back walls hit, when I can. When I can, you know. which you probably can't, so do something else. Like, you, 
it just that little little nagging voice that tiny you can't be too insecure because then you're gonna be all tense she will think you're strange um just that little bit of insecurity will drive you to perform and be a better lover, I think. And you know what? And you can apply that to anything. I was going to say, you folks. can apply that. I, I think I've applied that to playing live before. Absolutely. Where it's like, you know, for a while, it's like I'm always having that little nervous. And being too confident can be like a bad thing. But having yeah. like, oh, yeah. like understanding like that something could happen, something will probably fuck up and happen. That's a good thing because it keeps you, again, keeping you on your toes, like making you get performing the best of your ability. You know what, what, how I do, I feel like, before, like, you know, doing a live show, which is, I just look at it as a job. And yeah. it's like, going to do this job, going to do it the right way, it'll be fine, it'll be good. Like, I don't, I don't know, I just, I don't, I feel like I never get nerves before shows anymore. That's yeah. interesting. I would like I, to know, I would like to see how we feel when we can play shows again if... If that is still a thing. I like getting nervous for a show, though. Same thing with sex. Like, if I'm not nervous before I do it, like, that means it's not going to be very good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be totally laid back about that, which is, is why that little bit of insecurity that, you know, may or may not come with being extremely average uh, <laughs> is, I think, useful. But I'm uh, super average. And obviously, <laughs> that's the only thing. That's the only thing causing the insecurity. There's clearly there isn't uh, any other psychological factors. I, I've done the most thorough analysis of this that's possible. Definitely isn't just coming from somewhere else, and that definitely isn't just an irrelevant, stupid thing. Yeah, I think I, I agree 100 percent. Though, if Playing you're too confident, is, yeah. If you're too confident, then you can be like you're not. You're probably not paying attention to maybe we'll say your audience, whoever it is, maybe who would be a. A lady or a man or in some non-binary or non-gender conforming person. I think being too confident, that just kind of strikes me as like, oh, you don't care. That's what I was If you don't care, that could also be, I think, not caring and just going through it. It's like, I don't really care. It means that, like, you just won't give it your all. But, like, having that little bit of, oof, I got to, you know... I don't know how we got to feeling. this conversation. With, oh, with, from well, no, it, appl the it applies with the music thing perfectly because that's how I feel about music too. And I will say, you know, probably a lot of the times I've had sex were not great. The times that were great, the only thing I could think to compare it to was playing like a great set. Like it's you're going into something like, damn, like this. I'm nervous. Like I can't believe this is happening. And then and then you have this feeling of, whoa, I'm pulling it off. Like this is going good. Like, that is a thrilling feeling, and those, really those two things, and then lifting weights are the only things that have ever really given me that, uh, and that is, that's a great feeling, that's exciting. And then at the end, she's like, oh, great job, can I borrow your, uh, your, your cab? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Jeez. Can I, <laughs> yeah, that is what it's like. So, uh. Uh, hopefully, uh, I would like to see what happens with the rest of the San Sugabog album. The demo or the EP they had before, uh, Jake, you're not familiar really with it. But, that song uh, was good. That was heavy. Yeah, it's they're they're like a gr more groovy kind of like groove based band. You know, I I was listening to a ton of this band Vomit Remnants on Thursday, which is like a slammy Japanese death metal band. So I think I was in the I was in the mood for this this Alp song when it came out the next day, and I think it's I think it's good. I'm not a huge fan of death metal that doesn't have an overly excessive amount of blast beats 
or uh, technicality to it. Usually that's the kind of I'm, I'm into. Not like super like over hype tech death, but like, you know, I, I, I like something that's a little not as like mid pace. I don't really care for like too much mid pace stuff. But this I think is good. I, I think it's because like the production's good. You know, the performances are good. Production the, was good. The production is good. That. Um, Devin is really good. He's a really good vocalist. When we saw him, they, when we played with him, that was the last Hallucination Real Life show. They were, they fucking killed it. They were like super good live. Like they, the way they, like, they were able to like command a very small room. Uh, it shows that they are, uh, they care and they're, they're, they know what they're doing. They're not a bunch of idiots. Not just like. So I, they were performing, which is kind of what this video was They were performing. They were, they, yeah, they were performing. It was like a, prof- it was like, prof- it was like this professionals. Is my issue, it's my issue with a lot of metal and especially death metal bands I've seen is like, it's just boring to watch. Like when you go to a show, you're not just listening to it, or at least I'm not. Like I'm watching. I want to see you fucking put on a goddamn show. Like when I saw, this is obvious big death metal band, but I saw Obituary a few years ago and I was stoked because the singer was actually a fucking front man. He was like walking oh, yeah. around the stage doing some moves. John Rules. Yeah, that was sick. And if you're in a metal band and it's just like, you know, you're the singer, you got your eyes closed doing your noises and everybody else is looking at the ground playing their riffs. It's like, man, I would just listen to you at my house. I didn't come out here for this. Yeah, and you would be better oh. in my house. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> it sounds better. Yeah, they were they were really good. They were really good live, and uh, it sucks. They had like they were they had a they were, we were talking. They had a ton of shit lined up before COVID, so it's good to see them like kind of getting their comeuppance in a sense where it's like it's not like I'm trying to think of how to word this correctly. Um, it's good to see them being well like received. And I, I want I want everyone in a band to succeed, um, but it's nice to see a band that clearly does it well. Whether it be something I'm the, someone, something it's not just a hype band. Yeah, I, I think it, there is a reason why. Like if you saw them live, like before I was kind of before I saw them live, I was middling to it. Uh, but now it's like, oh, I would love to see this band live because it's fun. It's fun to see live. It's one of those bands that's absolutely a, a good. It's a good time. You're going to have a good time when you see them. So hopefully, uh, guys, get vaccinated if you can. Uh, let's get these fucking shows back. Fucking get your fucking Bill Gates microchips 5G into you. Get the mark of the beast, guys. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're a metal band. You love Satan. Get the fucking satanic vaccine from the cabal. I wrote yeah. it on a YouTube comment. They said the vaccine is the mark of the beast. So yeah, that's, that's why I'm going to And I believe it because I'm metal. I'm fucking evil, man. You're right. I need that mark. It's Kronos from Venom actually engineered the vaccine. That's how you know it's with safe. With his spit. Yeah. Yeah. With his Venom, actually, I should with say. His, his vile Venom. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should that should kind of do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That should wrap it, about wrap wanna, it up. I want to go get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we're about to go get fucked up at the bar, oh, yo. No, I don't do that anymore. I don't. No. We, yeah, we that's play, play COVID. Cool. Yeah, we're good. But yeah, hopefully. Oh, I wanted to talk about shows. We were talking about seeing shows. We got one lined I up. Guess, yeah, <laughs> Cuomo was like, "We're gonna have like I think shows are gonna come back February. by the end of the year." Don't, uh, just Tim, don't oh, be sorry, don't be I so on. Uh, uh, you're a little on the mic. I know he's you're used to doing it vocally. You know, Vogue, yeah, with my Vocaloid program. Vocaloid. I'm used to. Vocaloid. Um, <laughs> 
Miku grind. <laughs> That's what we got to get. Yeah, we should get, for holy water, we'll have uh, Tatsuni Miku do yeah, a guest get, appearance. Get, get the, Tatsuni dude, Miku. I, how much was the pedal? $400. I'm yeah. so, I want to buy it for Kevin. Hey, get that stimulus check soon, man. If, if I get the stimmy, I'm going to make Kevin. I'm just going to show up at holy water practice with the Miku pedal so I can hear <laughs> Kevin play those riffs with the Miku pedal. <laughs> But hopefully, yeah, uh, hopefully we get shows in fall um, to some fucking degree. But Cuomo was saying some about shows in like February. Yeah, Governor Meatball well, and Joe Biden are just saying you know, the same things Trump was saying. But yeah, seriously, be gone. It, it's, it's it's ridiculous. safe to say it now. It's fucking ridiculous. Which you know, if if the vaccine was rolled out in a in a in a much better way, where we would have like at least forty million people, I think. By like this early this early like early January, they're like, oh yeah, twenty million people should be vaccinated by it's now. Like that's and it was like two and a half million. Like oh had yeah, right. yeah, it's like good, damn, good you guys suck at this fucking shit, and we pay you to do this. What the fuck is wrong? Yeah, with you? But then they're like, oh yeah, we know. Like oh yeah, well, we did. We this is how it should be, yeah. Governor. Oh, yeah, we always do it the wrong way. We don't want. Uh, I am Andrew Cuomo. We don't want the wrong people to get the vaccine. Who's the wrong people? Uh, someone that shouldn't get it. Like there, the fact that they there's someone that a wrong person could get the vaccine is wild, motherfucker. Right. Shouldn't I mean? Shouldn't any person should be like the right it. person? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not what getting that fuck? fucking thing. I don't want fucking. Give me the vaccine. I don't give a shit. Put Bell's in my palsy dick. or whatever. I'm not getting that fucking thing. I don't want. I don't want my balls to shrink. I'm not getting that go. I'm not getting uh, that. No, go you do vaccine. want your balls. You do to want shrink. your balls to shrink. Remember what? He, what's what's his Rich face Piana, said? dude. He make you if your balls shrink, your dick looks bigger. <laughs> yeah. That's why you have to do steroids <laughs> to make your fucking balls shrink. You gotta listen to Rich when he speaks. Put some respect on his name. R.I.P. R.I.P. Rich Piana. R.I.P. No, yeah. We listen, Governor Andrew Cuomo. We we love you. We respect your leadership in these trying times, and that is why with the reopening of live music. Leaking Head, our punk band, is going to pr- be performing at your house. Yeah. At, at your mansion. At ear bla- ear blisteringly loud volumes. <laughs> We're going to be playing in his cave in the hills somewhere. His we lair. are learning to play the song That's Amore because I, <laughs> yeah. I know you people like that. <laughs> We're going to do some Frank Sinatra covers, some old Blue Eyes covers. We're going to do the, the Woke Up This Morning song the- from Sopranos. <laughs> We're going to do the Godfather theme. You know what? I might have just we we all might be clowning on Andrew Cuomo. I might have just called him a bitch, but uh, he is one. He is one, but in all <laughs> respect, really though, we we I know we know you're listening, Cuomo. We do respect you. I would never want to disrespect a, a mafia don. Yeah, gui- <laughs> a, a, a mobbed up motherfucker like that. He's an yeah. Italian mafia mob mafia boss. <laughs> as he's, if I understand correctly. He's a Bando Commando slash Rambo. Yeah, yeah. I actually wouldn't fuck with his brother on CNN because that dude has clearly killed people. I can just tell. Like, that dude's got bodies in his fucking closet. Chris Cuomo is a psychopath. Look in his eyes and tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. I like his little bit where he's like, yo, you can't call us Italians uh, Fredo. Fredo. No, he's like, that was incredible. That was just a come down bit brought to life. He's like, you you called me Fredo. That's like the N-word to us. Like, <laughs> motherfucker, f- fine. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. Damn, like, you're getting your panties in a bunch there, dude. Over God. over how big your plate of spaghetti is. Because he called like, you a off. name from the fucking Godfather. That's like the N-word to us. Like, Jeez. damn, dude. I, I wish I was, be... Do you know how much I wish I was that stupid? 
Right, yeah. that would <laughs> rule, man. That would kick ass. That, that, how easy would life be if, if like, we were all that stupid? Dumb, yeah. <laughs> no, I know he's a psycho because he's in his 50s and he's still got abs. If you have abs in your 50s, like, I don't know, you killed genetic, prostitutes. Man. Well, you know, he obviously, he's never had a real job in his life. We know this. There's no way that guy has ever worked a, a, a single yeah, dude, day. Yeah, dude, because he he's in the mafia. Right, so he's <laughs> the, got plenty of time to work on his mafia, abs, his yeah. tone. Well, he's working on his tone. <laughs> His tone. Hey, hey, tone. Tone. hey, tone. Check my tone. <laughs> well, that's that'll do it for us. That's a fine note the to wrap up on. Yeah, that's you it. You know, you know who we are. Follow us on Instagram, Cop Pod Official, Cop with a K. And then uh, maybe we'll get a Twitter someday. Uh, hopefully, we get some. Uh, maybe eventually, we're gonna start a Patreon, get some bonus content once we figure out a good schedule and reaction vids. Get a bunch of it. You know, get a bunch of. We're gonna get some more guests. We'll we're gonna have a guest on, but. That'll be for next week, hopefully. We'll watch yeah. Infectious Grooves videos. Yeah. And then uh, so tell your friends. Thank you, everyone. We hit uh, 1,600 uh, plays so far on all episodes. So thank you very much So uh, for listening to us and telling anyone or sharing. We really, 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 really appreciate it. Yeah, we do. Tell your friends. They'll appreciate it, too, because it's a good podcast. And then uh, what, uh, check, out the, um, check out the Leaking Head uh, demo. It's still up. Bow, it's bow, uh, bow. on Spotify now. And then next week we got some cool. My uh, my label that I do, uh, Faith in Failure Productions, has some pretty dope shit coming out in the next couple uh, weeks and months. So keep an eye out for that. You know, anything else, boys? This has been Kings of Punk, and you've been flirting with disaster. Hit it. <laughs>